Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is Cheryl. And today we're going to be talking about the show Barry. We are talking about the most recent season, season four, the first three episodes that have released at the point of this recording. So we are going into spoiler territory here. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's on HBO Max, which is still called HBO Max for now until it changes its name later. But go check it out there and then come back and see what we had to say about it. All right, so let's go ahead and just jump right into this. Um, yeah, I was really happy to see that we got two episodes released at once on the premiere of Barry. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, this show ain't funny no more. <laughs> right? But it's still so good. So, it's so good. I don't say that as a bad thing. I'm just like, yo... Stuff has changed, man. Stuff has gotten real. Like, things, the, the stakes are high, and no one is happy. And I'm just watching this, and I'm just like, I finished these episodes, and my head is in my hand just like, oh my gosh. I remember when this show was just about a, an assassin that didn't want to kill anybody, and it was all fun and games. Now I have people that were friends just, just hating each other and, and wanting to kill each other and cursing each other out and people tr suffering, suffering from PTSD and, oh my gosh! It's crazy. I thought it was a little funny, especially the last episode, the third one. Oh, yes. yes. The third one is <laughs> like when it started to get funny again. Yes, but like, I actually laughed in the third one. Yeah, that was a riot. I mean, it was literally a riot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there was like so much happening. And that's the other thing that like I really like about Barry is like it's so concise. Like so much stuff happens in thirty minutes, less than thirty minutes. And it's kind of like crazy how so much stuff happens. But it doesn't feel like rushed. It doesn't feel like I'm being ferried through a story. It feels like yeah. like all the key points of the story are being hit. Um, it's not lingering, it's not too quick, it's not, like, leaving me feeling like I wish they kind of, you know, lingered on it a little bit more. Like, things are happening mm. at, like, a really good pace. And, like, I just, I can't believe, like, I think I, when, when I first told you to watch it, I didn't even know that they were 30 minutes long i thought they were mm -hmm. like an hour long like usual because so much stuff happens in it and like it's been pretty consistent from season one up to season four now like yeah. I, f I feel like i'm watching the same show and like apparently that's something that's hard to come by these days so uh, apparently <laughs> um but i think that one of the cool things about this show is that characters and how you perceive them actually changes like you were talking about how things are pretty concise which is cool and interesting because like sometimes with the way the show is shot it's shot with these like really simple long takes and, and it's pans. very slow and pans and it just kind of like lets the camera do it its thing do, do its thing and so you get the feeling like oh maybe this is something that is a little bit more of a slow show or maybe there isn't that much happening but it's the opposite even though they have a, they somehow find a balance of having so much happen in a single 30 minute span, but also take time to just let the camera just like ride and and do its thing. And I think that's one of like the coolest things about this show is just like the tone. It's, it's very similar to Breaking Bad in that way, where it kind of just lets you feel what's happening in the scene. Like, and when things get exciting, it gets really exciting and the music starts pumping and everything else like that. 
Um, and there are scenes where there is like a small underscore just to like kind of wrap up some tension. But there's a lot of times when it's just plain. There's just nothing. It's like maybe characters talking and that's it. And that's one of the things that has continued into this season. But one of the things that has changed in this season is how we look at these characters. Because I started off, like, as I think most people did, actually liking Barry and thinking that Barry is actually kind of a cool guy and that he's trying to do good. He's misunderstood in some ways, but he's a likable guy and you want him to succeed. I don't feel that way in this season. In this season, I'm like, Barry, you need to die. Like, it's it's time. It's time for you to go. Because he is... He, and he's always kind of been this way, but it's kind of like an escalation. Whereas before, it was like you just see it in like parts. Now you're just seeing it ramped up to 11 where he is using people. He is going to portray people if it means that he gets to get what he wants. And he still has this kind of like childish foolishness to him about what he thinks his relationship with Sally is. Uh, you know, he used to have those um, those daydreams and stuff in the past. But now it's full on led to him just betraying people that like were actually his friends and taking care of him when Sally has not been like the best of girlfriends ever in the history, even when she first, he first meets her. So Barry has like reached an all time low. And in the most recent episode where he's literally lying to Hank and Hank calls him out on it and he just doubles down and then tries to like flip it on him and tries to, tries to basically, um, gaslight him where he's like no why are you lying to me and all this other stuff even though he's doing exactly what hank is accusing him of and then has the nerve to like curse out hank and then and then say i'm gonna come and kill you and he was trying to get hank to do something for him because something that he did was going to mess up was something that he did or like john cousineau was going to cousineau was going to mess him up in his like plans to get with sally so it's just it's crazy yeah, I mean, he's really falling apart. And I think, like, I don't think I feel like I like he needs to die or that he's, like, becoming a bad person. I think it's just more of, a, like, I feel bad for him. And the reason why I feel like there's that level of understanding is because they have done a really good job revealing the source of his pain and like the yeah. reason why he is the way he is because not only was he manipulated by fuchs from before yeah. but yeah. on top of that like literally every person that he has attached to betrayed him including sally mm. and then yeah. i think gene cousineau was kind of like the tip of the iceberg of it because he landed in jail and like for a while he was kind of remorseful like he wanted to get beaten up so he could die and stuff because he felt like he didn't deserve to be alive after yeah. everything like and, and that's why I think you know I kind of feel bad for him and like he's gotta you know I think at some point before the show ends I think he's gonna be completely remorseful and then probably like voluntarily you know um resolve something i don't think it's gonna end happy for him at all it's not it can't yeah he's done too much yeah but i think he's going to get to a point where he understands himself what he's gone through that he's had these attachments and stuff and that he reacted in a poor way and stuff like 
I I hope so. But Barry is like you talk about how he's a relatable character, and I think he's like relatable because of the fact that he's very good at deluding himself. Like one of the things that human beings are good at doing is telling themselves that they are the hero, that they are they are a good person, regard regardless of whatever actions they've done in the past. There's human beings have a way of framing themselves as the victim, and that's exactly what Barry does. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does that all the time. We've seen him do that all all the way up to this most recent season. And he talks about how, you know, all the good that he's done and how he, like, he was saying that to Hank, I'm a good person. I've done this. I've done that. But it's just like, yeah, dude, at the same time, though, you've killed this person. You killed that person. And when you killed Chris, Chris wasn't a bad person. Chris wasn't someone that was, like, even, like, threatening your life. You did that because he was going to threaten the quality of your life. But he wasn't doing anything bad. I mean, and when you killed, um, what's her name? Janice Moss. Janice. Yeah, when you you killed Moss, you did that because, not because Janice was evil or bad or you even were paid to kill her. You did that to keep yourself out of jail. But she was doing the right thing because Mm -hmm. you are a criminal. So you've actually killed a bunch of people, not because you had to, but because you wanted to in order to preserve and preserve the quality yourself yeah so it's like yeah you're not a good person but he but he's telling himself and he says out loud no i'm a good person i'm a good friend but we seen this in the last seasons he's always been a bad friend to hank Mm -hmm. even though hank's constantly been like hey watch out for this or hey watch out for that and the truth is that barry's killed hank's friends like people that hank has known he's just killed and hank is still trying to help him so it's really interesting to see Hank get to this point where he's just done with Barry because he always comes back and he's always supportive and he's always like looking out for Barry. Even the whole thing where he he was planning on breaking Barry out of prison mm-hmm. and he was going to lie to the person that he loved, you know, Crystal Ball, because he wanted to save Barry. And then he finds out that Barry is informing on him to the to the FBI. And it's like, what the heck, man? <laughs> like I was literally ready to like, like go to war for you, right? And then this is what you did. So it's like, like the show is just really good because of how it deals with these character dynamics, and that's what I think is super interesting. I think the other thing that's interesting is like it's funny that you say how you know Barry is not a good person because you know he's done all these terrible things for self interest, mm-hmm. but I also think all the characters do that. Oh yes. So... Oh yes. So it kind of, you know, put putting that into perspective, like, you know, not all the other characters have killed people, but they're almost, you know, I mean, actually not even almost, they're just as bad as him. And oh, like, yeah. I think Fuchs is worse than him, actually. Yeah. And even Sally is kind of like insane. Like she went to visit <laughs> him in, in prison because she wanted to make sure that she wouldn't get in trouble yes right for killing somebody yes even though it was self-defense so like she probably wouldn't have gotten in trouble and stuff like that but she's so worried about self-preservation that like you know she have the nerve to like ignore him when he calls her and Mm -hmm. then come and then come visit him just to make sure that like he took care of it so she doesn't have to worry like that's messed up it is. I mean, and Gene Cousineau um, lying about what had, had ended up happening in his past so that he could look good 
Uh, they told him not to talk to the the press, and that's the first thing he goes and does because, you know, you you think that he's changed after season three and that he had some type of awakening after almost being killed by Barry, but no, he's still like the same guy that just gets high on attention, and so he he lies, he embellishes, and he actively puts the case against Barry at risk for no other for no other reason than vanity. So yeah, he also is kind of is just kind of terrible like you're right all these characters are terrible i mean i have a hard time not liking hank i think hank is actually the best he, like yeah, the he's, nicest character he's probably <laughs> he's yeah he's probably like the least evil and he's the, the only character that is like he doesn't care about himself he doesn't act for himself he acts for others even others though, yeah he's like the only one even Cristobal, like acts mm -hmm. on on his own benefit hank is the only character that does anything for anyone like all of his actions are are motivated by others the, the benefit of others instead of himself he never does anything for himself well actually that's not true I was say, yeah. there was the one time he wanted to kill es esther but, he, <laughs> or whatever but he didn't kill esther barry did yes so yes <laughs> <laughs> so yes but no, exactly. Like he is um a character that is weird because he's the one that's the criminal, right? He's the one that is the gangster. So he should be the one that is the most evil out of all the characters. But framed against Sally and Cousineau and Fuchs and Barry, Hank is coming out like an altar boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, and I just I mean the way this show is leading, you were saying that you were thinking that it would end with um, Barry kind of reconciling with everything that he's done and like kind of um, understanding it. I could see that, but I could also see an ending where he deludes himself some more. And he just dies. <laughs> yeah, because he he does it so often. And like, yeah, it, it's obviously it could go that the other way where he learns, but... I get the feeling like I just had this sneaking suspension that this is a show where he doesn't learn. I feel like this is a show where he, when he dies or whatever his end is, he still looks at himself like the hero, the hero victim. Um, but mean, we'll he, see. Yeah, he's definitely going to get what's coming to him. He's not going to come out of it on top for sure. Yeah. So, and it's interesting because you, when you brought up Fuchs, it's funny how Fuchs, I felt bad for Fuchs. Um, at first when he, for he gets there and he tries to wear a wire to like frame Barry and then Barry has this moment where he's just like, Hey, look, you know, I'm sorry about everything. And then Fuchs is like, Oh no, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to take this deal because I want to, I want to help you kid. I'm going to, he like Fuchs actually has, and that's the thing the show does so well is that it gives these characters kind of like their moment, that moment when they change that like dark night of the soul, as they call it, where Everything bad happens, but then they, they seem to learn. And in any other show, they would learn and then improve and never go backwards. <laughs> but in Barry, just like real people, they always loop back. So Fuchs makes this big, you know, big revelation about himself. And it's like, I'm making a sacrifice for Barry. And then Barry betrays him. And rather than saying, well, you know what? As long as Barry is fine, I'm fine. I did so much to that kid. I took advantage of him. Let him be. He goes... You know what? No, 
I do want this kid dead. I do want him. I I do want him gone again, and all this other stuff, and all the things that I sacrificed for that kid, and everything else like that. And you're just like, no, dude, you manipulated him. You used him. You 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 let you uh, leveraged your relationship with his father over him. So, yeah. So Fuse is just as bad, and it seems to be what these characters are doing. They just they go around in circles, and I think in any other show it would be a problem that they're not like growing and changing in, in in a good way but i don't know it doesn't it doesn't feel bad in the show because and i guess because it's intentional and you and you understand that it's, it's intent, intentional in the writing i think it's also because it's very consistent with his character to mm-hmm. like switch sides and like he just always he acts on what he feels and he's always been like that from season one so i think it's very acceptable for him to change sides like four times in one episode yeah it's like different things are happening and then it kind of becomes a little comedic because of how mm-hmm. m- how much he's like changing his mind about stuff but because of how consistent his character is i think like that really makes it believable that he would act that way true yeah yeah absolutely but he's definitely the worst because he's the one that made barry this way Yes, because Barry was somebody that needed help. And guidance, and, and he ended and up guidance. with Fuchs. Yep, and Fuchs took advantage of him. He was a loaded gun, and Fuchs took him and pointed him in a direction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty concise, but um, I, I, what else is there that happened in these first couple episodes that we can kind of touch on? I know that the... There's the stuff with Crystal Ball and, like, how they're trying to, like, start a new... <laughs> that was funny. The sand. There's a sand shortage. <laughs> sand and they're in a desert. <laughs> Look behind themselves like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty great. And then that... But even how they're, like, combining the different um, gangs. The and, Guatemalans like... and... Yeah. I don't even know who the other guys are. Right? But they took them to a Dave and Buster. <laughs> The most magical place on earth, <laughs> David Buster's. What do you mean it's not funny? <laughs> All the scenes with Noho right. Hank are funny. <laughs> yes, you're right. I guess I'm just like, I'm always, whenever I'm looking at the stuff with, um, whenever I'm looking at the stuff with Barry, I'm always like, oh my gosh, I just feel so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, you're right. Everything with Noho Hank is funny. Um and then obviously we have the whole thing with um, Moss's father and how Moss's father is apparently just Batman. Mine. Yeah, <laughs> just come to my garage. Um, no, nope. <laughs> I was like, he's speaking German. How long has he been able to speak German? Never. He's never spoken German. <laughs> I was like, what did this man do to you? <laughs> Yeah, so good stuff. Oh, uh, goodness. It was, but yeah, see, but... see, it was funny. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, yeah. really? I had a good time watching it. No, I think it's just when I was watching it, like, I chuckle, and then, and also and then that was forget. from episode three, too. You also yeah. forget, too, because, like, you it's it's easier to remember the dark stuff happening because those are like the major plot points, but all the comedy is kind of just, like, sprinkled in the gaps. Sprinkled. So, yeah. 
I mean, the opening doesn't even play music anymore. <laughs> remember when that was a thing? Remember when they used to open it and would just play like some like a, like a, a part of a song? song? Yeah. Cut off. Now it just opens and it's just crickets. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> I want to go back to season one. Oh my god! <laughs> you know it's on demand, right? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, just to go, uh, you know, touch on on episode three. It's like solid episode. Um, I I feel like that's the episode where it it really got me. Like, okay, here we go, season four. Yeah. It's get it's just getting started. Like that's when it really amps up because. Um, that's when, you know, cause the, the beginning starts with Barry, like, you know, he's in prison, he can't really do anything. So it's just, you know, regular boring prison life. There's not much you can do with him being in prison. Right. Um, and then now there's some like craziness going on because the guys that, uh, Noho Hank and Crystal Ball hired to, um, oh my gosh, Guillermo, Guillermo del, del Toro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, uh... I almost forgot about that. Like he showed up, and I was just like, "That Del Toro." Yeah. They even call him. Um, they call him Toro, and I'm like, um, "All right." And he's like this hit, like super serious hitman, and like so they so they hire um, Del Toro uh, and and his hitmen to go into the prison to assassinate Barry. And then Barry's like, you know, talking to the FBI and they're about to like hook him up and get him out, like meet up with Sally and stuff like that, which she didn't even agree to yet. Mm-hmm. But they were going to like pretty much let him out because he gave them all this information on Noho Hank and Cristobal. Yeah. Um. So then like... I don't know, like, what's, like, that actor's name? And he's, like, sweating, and then Barry's, like... He's here to kill me. He's here to kill me. And then then all hell breaks loose, and, like, people are... Like, they all get sniped. All the FBI people get sniped. And then Barry gets a gun. He shoots the guy, the sniper, that's, like, up in the ceiling vents. And, like, he disappears, and... That's just like he—he you know, he was so close to freedom, like by by doing it the right way. Right way. And then he goes and he does it wrong, the wrong way, and now there's all this chaos. Like everybody that was on his side that was gonna help him get out is dead, and you have this like chaos in the prison. And I'm just like, that's how they're gonna end the episode on me. And I had to wait until next week to watch yeah. it. This is yeah. so I, I I recommend if you haven't seen Barry yet, I feel like just wait for <laughs> wait yeah. for all the seasons to come out or like all the episodes. Because this this the show is so bingeable, it's so hard to only watch thirty minutes. One one thirty minute episode. Yeah. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent agree. And like, yeah, the show does a really good job of ending it. Even when we it premiered last week and we watched the first two episodes. I, I was so happy to have that second episode after watching the first one. And then when I finished the second one, where it ends with Noho Hank saying, we have to kill Barry, and then it just cuts to black. I was like, ah. yeah. you released three, right? You did, you, you released three like Amazon does? <laughs> nope. That's, oh my God, that was, 
so hard. But yeah, and then yeah, this last episode, the way it ended, it made me also want to watch the next week's episode already. So yeah, I think I agree with you. If you can wait, wait for it to I'm be done waiting. and then just binge the whole binge the yeah. whole thing. I don't. I really don't want to watch it week to week. I don't think that my poor little heart can handle it. Like the anticipation. Like Last of Us, I could do. Like, well, that's because I watched the playthrough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you held yourself over. Yeah, but but oh man, this is too hard. It's too good. Like this is such good writing. It really is. And I was wondering if they were going to keep him in the prison for the whole season because I was like, how do you make that interesting? But it looks like he's going to be on the run now. And it makes the first thing you got to ask yourself is what's going to happen with some of these other characters? You know, like what's going to happen with Noho Hank? Like, how are they going to react to Barry being out? Because they know that Barry is going to probably come for them. Mm. How's Kusno going to react knowing that Barry is out? They're all that... going to freak out, except for maybe yeah. Sally. Except, I mean, maybe even Sally. Maybe because... they become Bonnie and Clyde. I mean, maybe. So, like, but this is all like super interesting so like that's the thing about this show and i think all the seasons do this but there's always something in the season that will then lead you through the entirety of the season like from episode to episode and there's something that happens where you're just like what is going to happen for the rest mm -hmm. of this show and then you just go along for the ride and it's been a great ride we didn't get to talk about like the other seasons um with me catching up uh, because when we originally talked, we only talked about season one, I think. Uh, I just really want to briefly mention the episode in season two that gave me my best episode of Barry ever, which is the episode with the little girl who was a demon girl who's climbing oh, up trees and I, stuff like I that. I did not like that episode, actually. Oh, my God. That was the fun... For me, that was the funniest episode it, it of was, Barry. It was so off. Like, it was so ridiculous. I was like, I feel like so I can't... Ridiculous. I can't, like, buy it. Like, everything else I buy, but this is, like so over the top i couldn't i was like this is just really weird but i did like i did like the dad though. yeah <laughs> he's like and barry's just like i'm not trying to kill you and he's just right. like and they're like getting so beat up because the dad is just like for some reason like on the, and he's like he like really needs an inhaler yeah <laughs> No, and the way that episode is shot is just great. There's a lot of long takes. I just yeah. love the fact that, like, Barry's like, that girl ain't human. And Fuchsia's like, sure she is. We're going to go kill her. And then he sees that girl climb a tree. He gets back in the car. He's just like, oh, she ain't human. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. I just wanted yeah. to mention that because I really, I thought that was, like, the funniest episode for Barry for me. Um, and I I wish I had held on to those let that laughter because it doesn't seem <laughs> I'm going to be laughing much much more in the future well, you never know but um but by the way i i believe that that actress that that played the little girl is actually a, a, stunt, a stunt, woman. stunt woman yeah and she mm -hmm. she just kind of did all of that so yes that's pretty cool um, yeah, you want to talk about things that have changed. We no longer get like the little HBO one. We don't get previews anymore, which they got rid of in season three anyway. But we don't get any previews anymore. Uh, we just get like those like those still shots of just like someone staring. And two, we don't get like the after the the little extra stuff that they have, like when they when they talk about like the making up the episode and everything else like that. They just said no. They they don't want you to have nothing. They just want you to feel miserable now. This yeah. show makes you feel miserable. And it's like silent. The credits. They just like yes. it's so chilling. It just makes you feel like this emptiness and 
like gosh it's so cool how they can make you feel that way <laughs> yeah and i started the show laughing i like i remember watching the show and laughing out loud and being like this show is like so funny and now i'm like there are moments yes like you said but now i'm just like oh my god this show is so sad <laughs> I was like, what do I do now? Like, what do I watch now? Like, what activity do I do now to, like, fill this void that I'm getting from, like, having no more Barry episodes to, yeah, like, you... give me a resolution so that, like, I can sleep at night? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you you wait five more weeks until it's done. Yeah, I need to, like, forget about it. But, um, but anyways, I, I kind of wanted to just real quick kind of bring up how I like how I feel about in terms of like because you mentioned how you know each episode kind of leads into the next one and such and there really isn't a firm direction for the show mm. and like as a result I feel like I never know what's going to happen like I really yeah. don't know what's going to happen it's hard to predict and stuff like that and I know I mentioned before when we were talking about um the the last season of Mandalorian season three and how that structure was kind of aimless as well but mm -hmm. it wasn't done in a way where we were satisfied um I was kind of talking about how like you know uh, like the general rule of storytelling is like there's a problem how do we fix it and I sort of feel like that isn't very apparent in mm -hmm. Barry either but yeah, it's still like we're still being like led through a journey where it makes sense. We don't know what to expect and it's still intriguing. But I think the difference is like maybe the overarching, you know, issue is like Barry's in prison. How does he get out? But it's not even that. It's just kind of like what's going to happen to Barry. And that's like kind of the whole story of this, yeah. right? Like I can't I can't really um, develop words <laughs> on like well, how to describe what I'm trying to say, but I, I feel like you get it. <laughs> no, I do get it, but I also say that there's always at least one thing. Like I would say, like in the first season, it was who's this guy that killed this actor? Like that's like the one thing that is like taking everyone through the season. It's like we don't always like talk about it, but that's the thing that's bringing everybody together because that's the thing that gets him caught by the end of that first season. The second is what happened to Janice Moss? And that question is carried through the whole season up until the very last episodes where they find Janice Moss. And you know, and you find out what happened to her like halfway through, but then you actually find her and her body later on. So that question, what happened to Janice Moss, takes you through all of season two. And then season three is Gene Cousineau knows that Barry killed Janice. And so how is that going to pull you through? And that ends up leading to Gene Cousineau turning on turning on barry and like finding a way out of that situation they send barry to prison so i would say that there isn't like this overarching like the goal is to get to here but i think the way barry does it is that it gives you a question or some type of thing that happens very early in the season and then the season becomes about what is this question how is this question or this event going to affect the rest of the season mm -hmm. and i think like, like in this case like you said it's barry's in prison how does that affect the rest of the season? Right. But it's like he's, I feel like he's about to escape. So I, I, I feel a little lost, but not in a way where I feel like 
confused about the plot. Right. But yeah, exactly. Maybe it's because we don't have the whole picture yet, so. Yeah. Either way, I think that it's, excuse me, I think it's an exciting, <laughs> it's an exciting watch. If you guys have, can't tell from how so we've, much. I know, <laughs> if you guys can't tell by how we talk about it, it's worth it. I would definitely say go check it out. Like Cheryl was saying, if you can wait, you'll probably be better off waiting. Um, but I don't think I will wait because <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm kind of in it now. Um, but it's very well done. It's a very well-made and well-crafted show. Um, and I think it's one of the, I feel like we've heard rumors that this is the last season. Maybe it's not even a rumor, but I think that this is the final season of Barry. And if this season sticks to landing, I will be able to confidently say that Barry is one of the most consistent shows I have seen in a long time. Yeah. Consistent, so. entertaining, interesting. Yeah, Dark, all the above. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> everything. So, all right. Um, that's about it for me. Is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Nope, that's all. All right. So that's what we thought about Barry. If you guys want to hear what we have to say about this stuff and more, you can check us out on our Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/c3films. It'd be great to see you guys over there. But what do you guys think about Barry? Have you guys enjoyed the season so far? Are you enjoyed, enjoying this season? Are you curious about where it's going to go? Do you kind of feel like you have an idea? What have you thought about it? Comment below. Let us know. And while you're down there, if you guys would like, share, and subscribe. Even if you don't, though, I have been Chris, and this has been... Cheryl, and no hank is the best.